Shut up, I love it. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, shut up, I love it. I'm Joe Cabello from the planet Gleepglorp. And I'm Sasha Filer from the planet All Things Jay Hunter. That's right, I gave away the name of today's. Wow. Yeah, we're all living Jay Hunter's universe and we're part of his imagination, and this is what we're here for. But first, what is this podcast, Joe? I'll tee it up here. We are Shut Up, I Love It. We bring a special guest uh, to talk about something they love that is otherwise unknown, misunderstood, hated, up for debate. Oh, uh, yeah. Groundbreaking, earth shattering. Uh, government brings governments down <laughs> to their knees. Absolutely. Uh, you know. That's right. And a returning guest for the 16th time. I don't know. I'm just spitballing the number. Near and dear to my heart, welcome back, Jay Hunter. I love it! Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Jay here. Nice to be back. It's been a little while. I can't remember the last time I was on the show, but uh, I'm sure I've been missed. Yeah, and this somewhat feels like a sequel podcast to uh, a, a previous. What, to the what? sandwiches episode? Yeah, I was. I, well, I, I forgot. Like sandwiches Maybe. was the last time. No, I mean, but I mean, the, I, I the Lazar. I, I you did Bob Lazar, This right? topic to. I don't think I did. Was Bob that Lazar. someone else? I think <laughs> that was someone else. <laughs> well, you would have done Bob Lazar. I totally would have. I mean, I like to bring this topic with. Me. This is one of those evergreen topics that's always sitting in my mind and always, you know, easy to connect to and always sort of like, uh, you know, it's very partial to me. So I'm injecting it in all sorts of. Conversations. It's I'm not only involved. evergreen; it's like radioactive green these days. It's um, like ectoplasmic. Yeah, and I will stand by my sequel podcast. It doesn't have to be the same guest for it to be a sequel <laughs> podcast. So I'm actually going to say I'm correct in that. Uh, nothing's more important to me than being correct. But what are we talking about here, Jay? What's the topic of discussion? Well, the topic of discussion is just basically the fact that. You know, recent news and and and, and recent knowledge is is uh, all pointing toward the fact that UFOs and aliens are somehow real, in some way, shape, or form. Now, it's it's there's no distinct like answer to that, like whether aliens are real or UFOs are real, or the aliens are just like interdimensional beings, or they've just always been on Earth for millions of years and you know, unbeknownst to us, like the, 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 it's hard to say what the definitions are. But there seems to be non-human. Uh, entities that have physical objects, aka aircraft, that the government seems to be in possession of, and and this has always been like you know uh, part of UFO lore and conspiracy lore, but you know come to find out, it's actually real, and it, and it's actually being admitted by the powers that be and the government implicitly and explicitly in some cases, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of like this crazy time where like where. You know, what was fantasy, what was just like a harmless diversion into conspiracy theory or just sort of, you know, like alternate alternate fiction or alternate nonfiction um, esoteric knowledge is suddenly becoming like realer than like the DMV. Yeah. And a lot of three letter acronyms. 
uh, UFO, mm. DMV. I think they DMT. use UAP a lot. DMT can connect you to them. There's UAP. There's DIA, which is the Defense Defense Intelligence Agency. DUI. I think CIA. these aliens should get a DUI for how they're IUD, <laughs> driving honestly, a lot of sometimes. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the there's probe e- is kind of an IUD, the butt probe. <laughs> That's true. Almost, that's yeah. true. Technically, it is. There's there's EG and G, the corporation that basically runs and owns uh, Area 51. I mean, the, like it's full of acronyms. It's full of NIDS. It's full of ASAP, ATIP, or OSAP, really, and A-tip. ATIP. Sometimes just, you just j- the ATIP. Just the ATIP is all you need sometimes. Um, yeah. So I mean, I mean, well, here just to back up. So this is like a topic I've been in, in you know, really. Um, into and obsessed with uh, UFOs and paranormal uh, subject matter since I was a kid. It just I don't know what about it. It just always interested me. Like I like the fact that that it's it's kind of fantastical and that it kind of treads the line of is it real? Is it total bullshit? And um, but like you know I, I I like to think that I've I'm very well read on the subject. I've I've read you know probably way too many books and magazines and you know watched movies and documentaries on the subject. I know a lot about this subject, but I never in my life ever thought it was more than maybe thirty percent chance that it was real. Like. And, you know, every story is a little different. Some stories that you hear, some accounts are complete nonsense. Like, in some are, like, borderline 50-50. And then some are, like, are, are, are you know, like, like seem fairly plausible. But it never really jumped past more, like, the overall 30% chance that it's real marker. And, um, you know, and it was just, it was always just, like, a harmless thing. Like, something I like to get into and I like to kind of fantasize about, oh, what if it's real? What if all these conspiracies exist? And what if the aliens crashed at Roswell and blah, blah, blah. And, you know. Like, like, what if we had craft, we were reverse engineering, like all these kind of potential scenarios that you've been sort of like, you know, that popular culture is toyed and kind of dangled in front of you. Um, turns out all that shit is real. And, and it's it's kind of insane. One, that like nobody that this that this isn't like front page news every day of the week. And two, it's just kind of crazy that like this, this like whacked out fantasy has is is coming true, and it it, it 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 creates all sorts of other you know questions and conundrums like are we living in a simulation? Are, like is this actually really really happening, or is this just like we're spinning off into some derivation of a of a pre planned simulation? I mean, it, it asks a ton of questions. It asks questions about is there life in other dimensions? Like you know, like like maybe there are no aliens. Maybe it's interdimensional life. I mean, there's it just starts. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where we got to ground this because... No, 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 The problem... That's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong, (laughs) No, no, this is the big problem. (laughs) This is the big problem is um, going from fact to theory. It's so easy to go to theory that I think that is why people lose the fact, right? Because as far as, like, what aliens are, there are many predominant theories that are kind of wildly different from you know their us to their creature their otherworldly creatures and all that um but i think people get lost on what the truth was of like the recent whistleblower uh a situation with what was it david grush yeah, that's primarily that, that's. I guess I was getting into it in a roundabout way, and I, I, I went off on my on my insane lunatic. Yeah, you don't want to seem insane before we set the table. I <laughs> well, see, a lot I of just people want, miss I, that. I just I just want to set up. The, I just want to set up like like illustrate the, the personal the, connection. The, the, the the tapestry here of like, of like yes I, I I admit it's all insane and that it all sounds ridiculous and I admit that it is probably all lies and ridiculousness but now there's like this factual evidence and sort of like very sober 
um, straight laced people who are coming out who are like there's a few different versions. There's people that are, have worked actually worked on these uh, government programs who supposedly have firsthand knowledge. There's whistleblowers like David Grush who are coming out who were sort of like um, given the task of, of investigating these clandestine sort of, you know, hidden government agencies that are investigating UFOs. And he seems to have uncovered stuff and he's trying to blow the whistle to uncover the information. And, and, and there, there, there's just like a whole slew of very sober, very serious people taking this very seriously right now. And, you know, like, like from Harvard professors to all sorts of physicists. I mean, like it seems to be suddenly it went from fringe from fringe wackadoo theory to like some of the smartest people in the world are like paying very close attention to it and, and are very much engaged. And it just feels like suddenly a, a light switch has turned where, where everybody thought it was bullshit. And now, now, now the consensus is, yeah, it's pretty much real. It's, it just seems like we've, you know, <laughs> there's been this like paradigm shift that that's pretty major to me. And I, I don't know, maybe I just, I have a lot of theories about why, why people other others aren't as 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 you know amazed as I am about this, but well, um, but yeah, it, like David case, Grush is Grush is the big yeah. One, let's yeah. let's let, in case people are like myself, I wouldn't I would barely know what's going on if I didn't listen about didn't have to hear about this all day long from the <laughs> mouth, horse's mouth. Um, Jay Hunters is the horse in this case, but what is? Can you just give like the like the lay of the land like very basic lay of the land like what has happened in the last couple of years that left you shook and or even have months shook. right months yeah even months even months yeah well well yeah well it what is the off recent that, thing that happened it started off that there were these leaks of th- three different videos that came from the navy essentially from fighter pilots that were like basically they're not videos they're more like they're 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 military instruments picked up in various ways these these UFO craft, they call them UAPs now to get away from the stigma of UFO, but these unidentified aerial, aerial phenomena, actual physical crafts that were doing things that they weren't, they, they weren't just like in a weird shape, like hovering around somewhere. They were doing maneuvers that broke the laws of physics. It's not just like, oh, these, these vehicles can do what we can do even better. It's like they can do things that we can't that think that our science says is impossible. Yeah, mass um, things, like things with relating to mass and... Yeah, like, like, like for instance, for instance, this guy, what's his name, Gary Nolan, he's one of these scientists, like legit scientists that's very into the subject and trying to herald it and release the stigma. He, he described it as like this thing in in one of these videos, it goes from sea level up to like 40,000 feet, basically into space, almost instantaneously. And he and he kind of th- he he basically breaks the science down. He's like, if this thing weighed like two tons, if it was a craft like the, of of a certain you know twenty foot craft weighs about two tons normally, like worth of metal. To to do that maneuver just once would require more energy than the Earth produces in nuclear power in one year. So like just to move a two ton object that far that fast would require all like basically all the power in the world for a year which is an unfathomable amount of power and he's and his point is that that's just to do it once these things are jumping around every second using like astronomical amounts of power like it, it, it's 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 just <coughs> our scientists can't even comprehend like how these things work because it violates everything they know about science and so that's why you've got real scientists taking note because they're like holy shit this is like like I can tell a lot of them are thinking like maybe this is like the unified field theory or the the, the breakthrough in physics that we've been looking for like because science has kind of been hitting a brick wall for the last 50 years and and kind of walking around in circles and so I think a lot of people are like whoa 
here's this evidence of these crafts that are breaking the laws of physics that are, that are basically, if they exist in physical reality, they basically prove that a different kind of physics exists that like, that's totally separate from our knowledge. And, um, and yeah, and, and it, and again, it's, so it started off with these videos coming out of just visually they're impressive, but then all, when scientists take a look at them, they, 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 they drop their glass and it shatters on the floor into a slow motion pattern cascading across the floor, much like in a Tony Scott movie. Um, but, uh, but, but so, you know, so that happened. And then recently the last few months, this guy, uh, David Grush, who's a, for, who's an intelligence agent. He's like a current intelligence agent with top secret clearance. I don't know, like there's tiers of top secret clearance. I don't know how high his goes, but he's a real deal intelligence agent. You know, he's, he works for the CIA essentially, or he works for the department or the defense. Uh, I'm sorry, the, um, the Naval defense, uh, uh, intelligence administration i believe but um he <clears throat> he kind of came out and he was tasked with investigating the, the you know he was uh, the the navy i believe put a task force together and said hey i need you to audit these these programs that are going on that are studying ufos and uaps and the government and so he went on this journey he was kind of given authorization to like dig in internally do an internal affairs investigation on all well, what the government knows and has been happening and in doing so he uncovered a gigantic like he uncovered like like the basically the mother load of 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 conspiracy theories and he his thing is that it's frustrating a lot of people don't like him because he he can't say a lot of things because he's mm -hmm. a what he what, the big former, his big thing is former agent former says. what yeah he's former. a f former agent but but so he he um but but he still has to adhere to classified to the rules of classified information. So he can't say certain things because he'd be arrested and thrown in jail for violating, you know, his top secret clearance and, and basically revealing classified information. All that he he he's basically gotten the government to okay a certain amount of information um, to, to to allow him to speak about, it. and he can't speak about any any more than that. Otherwise, he could be subject to imprisonment and. Um, and have his top his clearance revoked and whatnot. So basically, he's he. Whereas like Edward Snowden, I was compared to Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden found out a bunch of a bunch of secret illegal stuff that the government was doing. He took the files, he revealed them, he gave them to the media, and he had to flee the U.S. because they would have immediately put him in jail. In fact, to the worst place he could have possibly fleed. To yeah, yeah, he 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 went to Russia and he lives there in exile because if he, America ever gets a hold of him, they're going to throw him in jail for what he did. Even though people consider him a hero for releasing this like information about how our government's been spying on us, he, you know, that's just an example. Like if Grush did what Snowden did, he would be either thrown in jail or he'd have to flee the country forever and forever live in exile in fear of being extradited. And so, so Grush, he's basically like he's trying to start the. The, the process that it takes to reveal more information officially, but he has to do it in an official manner. And it's very interesting when you hear his his explanation for why it's like, you know, he, he explains that he's, he's like a lot of this stuff is is like the definition of national security. He, he's like he's like, you know, we, we can't let our, you know, quote unquote enemies know what we know, what we don't know, how many crafts we have, you know, like, like what exactly we're doing, because that does affect our national security, especially if you're if you're talking about technology that's like game changing, you know, uh, uh, checkmate type of technology, uh, you know, it, 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 it's the height of national security. So anyway, so he, he basically says he's not he has to keep a tight lipped about certain things. He can only say certain things in in, you know, 
what are like you know intelligence cleared rooms with senators and stuff that, that he's he's been trying to get into what's called the skiff which is like a, a a like a it's basically like like a clean room where like you you get authorization to go talk to the senator you know one of the senators from illinois that's the head of the defense commission or whatever like you go into this secret room no one can record in there and you can reveal top secret information if you're so authorized so he he's basically trying to get that process going and in doing so he was able to reveal quite a lot of um uh you know quite a lot of just shocking like amazing information like he's goes in front of congress and he's talking about how the basically essentially how we have several the u.s government has several non-human craft like flying and interoperable and operable craft that we've been reverse engineering for a, quite a long time he's cagey on exactly how long that's yeah been, i think can, he gives one he can only cite so far back i forget to like 30s well, or he, 50s but he can't well, well, say if it's any farther but he seems to know that it goes farther back he, he, he alludes that it goes far back and he can't say how far he, he the earliest incident that he can directly talk about and apparently the reason he can talk about it is because it's not internal u.s uh, uh operation so he basically the one thing he can talk about in explicit detail is he says in the 1930s a craft was recovered, whether it crashed or whether it was found is, is unclear in Italy, in the Northern mountains in Italy and like the Alps uh, by Mussolini's government. And Mussolini got the craft and he, they immediately called the Germans and were like, what the hell is this? Is this one of your experimental craft? Cause they're obviously at the height of aviation. And apparently the, the, the Nazis took possession of the craft and began a re reverse engineering <coughs> program. And so he's, Russia is basically saying like, Hey, this goes back to that at very least, like if not earlier. Um, and he, but he can only talk about it because it was an it was it was an operation from another country. It's not like he can't talk about what happened at Roswell, um, you know, in, in America. He can't talk about he's he's unable to, to disclose any of that. Um, but so he so anyway, it's, it's very frustrating for people to hear it because it sounds like somebody who's like who's like telling you about they totally went to this party and it was super cool and like you should have seen who was there and like you know like he's it's kind of secondhand information in a lot of ways but but it's but i don't know he, he's a very credible person and very serious people take him seriously again he's not like some jackass like like i'm seeing you know whether it's people in government or academics like people all all over in the legitimate world in the non-ufo world have all been taking this so seriously as if he's he's a legitimate source so like you know there still is a, a um there still is a, a possibility that this is all bullshit like i'm still willing to admit like hey like like there's still a like a probability that like everyone is being deceived that that there's this crazy psyop going on and everyone's being lied to but um but but you know i think it's in it's starting to like like the truth of ufo's is starting to outweigh the 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 the, the reverse theory of of, of a psyop uh in, in well it starts to layer too because some of it is uh oh are these our craft that we don't want to say are our craft but then if you even agree to that let's say that is true like we're even testing on our own people like testing our craft just on our own military and whatnot how did we get that capability it does that go far back to an alien origin so it just is all very strange uh and you don't know where it ends or begins but definitely something is going on uh david grush has a great interview with joe rogan that's when i got more interested in it uh during the hearings to be honest i wasn't that interested in it because it seemed like 
a lot of just really bad coverage of it and a lot of like not clear not no real clarity on what was what he was actually saying and what that meant so i I did appreciate that interview with rogan someone who can and will just ask straight up questions about this and give their own opinions so i'd recommend that for anybody who is kind of confused about what the hell those hearings were and don't want to don't want to hear about it like filtered through these moronic politicians asking questions you know it's like it's kind of painful whenever they ask anything about anything but um yeah i was kind of like not that interested in it until hearing his interview there um and i think we can at one point talk about like why is this not a bigger deal yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly was like uh, uh, reactivated, so to speak, after that. Like, I, I feel so, like such an idiot talking about how I listened to Joe Rogan and it revolutionized my brain. But like, <laughs> I mean, it unfortunately really did. I mean, you know, like th- that interview he did was was excellent. I think you know Rogan. I'm not a big fan of his, but whenever he whenever he does the paranormal and UFOs and and, and kind of like alternative archaeology stuff, I'm always interested in that because that's kind of my my hobby. And so I always tune in when he does some when he does an interview with somebody like Bob Lazar or or Grush or, or someone, someone of a similar ilk. And yeah, it really kind of opened my eyes like, holy shit, this guy is legit. I mean, he just, he, he, he when you hear him talk, he's very convincing. He very much comes from that world of like bureaucracy and intelligence. And like, you know, he's, he just, he, he talks the talk and he's just a very sober, rational guy. And he's not, he's not making any claims like, like, oh yeah, this is happening. And, and also like I'm psychic. And also, I, you know, my, my, my grandmother was a Conducted by aliens, like he, he he doesn't have any of that element. He has no like just, personal connection, you know, yeah, which he, would make it just, seem false. He, he's just a very boring, like straight laced, like jarhead type guy who's like, guys, this this is crazy. <laughs> like the UFOs are real, and and um, I don't know. It just it, it makes it it makes it all very exciting, and you know, and then the, I think like the Grush Rogan thing got me on a little uh, jag, and I started searching out there for various other people who are you know like associates of him or who are kind of like 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 part of a similar wave of disclosure, and yeah, there is a definite uh, uh, you know movement in the world of science and academia to take this all seriously. I, I think the fact that they, you know, cause, cause the, the illusion they're alluding to the fact that we've got these videos that were leaked and then, and the, and, and the Navy and army or whatever has, has verified that they're actual videos. They're not like frauds. The, you know, the military is like, yep, this is real. And, mm-hmm. and the, 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 everyone's been alluding to the fact that they have a lot more videos that are a lot more convincing. They have higher resolution imagery. I, I mean, you know, the, the, the kind of things that the, the pilots describe as seeing, if they have pictures of that, that are higher resolution, I mean, that they don't want to let out. Cause it, it's, it's a little too shocking. I mean, holy shit. Like, like that is crazy. I mean, some of these pilots, like, like for one of the, um, I think it's it's not David Fravor. It's it's the it's the other guy, um, Ryan something or other. He he he. You know, one of the pilots who witnessed all this. You know, he, they saw what what is basically a, a sphere, a semi-transparent sphere with a cube inside of it. That's the craft that they saw. So it's not like a flying saucer. It's a circle with a cube inside of it. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, that, that has no aerodynamic quality whatsoever. Like, I, we, there's no analog to that. That's not like, oh, we're looking at like a, like, like a, like a, like a spy plane. It's like some V-wing thing, or it's like, it's a cube in a circle. Like, and, and you know, and of course, none of these things have, are burning any combustion. Like all, 
it, one thing you have to realize is like with with aviation or with going rockets going to the moon the only way we can get around is by burning fuel by like chemical <laughs> reactions and like thrusting of of jets yeah. and everything and so and so like all of our propulsion is based on like explosions and burning stuff and it creates heat like like by definition there's nothing that we fly that doesn't create heat that's not a glider um and and and, and like these things don't produce any heat it's like they're they they have no engine basically so it's another thing that like you know is is wild and it's tripping people out. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, because you've got a lot of scientists freaking out about like, oh my god, this this is a ship. This this is a new physics. It's like, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe if there are other entities, maybe they're like able to manifest things in physical 3D space that don't actually f- truly exist, and they can make things go zip zap zoop, you know, without using any fuel because because they're somehow like you know imposing that that image on our dimension like i i'm willing to 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 say i'm willing to go with an explanation that's not hey they're al- aliens from from sirius b or from alpha centauri i mean that seems to be like one of the more difficult explanations just based based on how long it takes to travel uh you know if you if you if the speed of light is your top shelf so it's like maybe they're maybe they're just like fucking with our heads from another dimension i don't know yeah like, exactly so, something, like we're know, only mm-hmm. seeing a part of it through our dimension but really, there's this whole other part that we're imperceptible to. Yeah, I mean, like you, you know, if you think about like 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 a shadow on the wall is a two dimensional represent, representation of three D space. Like I'm holding a ball and the sun is backlighting it, and it throws like this circle shape on the wall. Like like th- that's like three D space projecting onto two dimensional space. That's Plato th- right there. Yeah, Plato. and and well, there's there's a thing called the Love Tesseract. Plato. It's a great toy. Shout out. (laughs) There's a thing called the Tesseract, which is a representation of five-dimensional space in 3D. And if you see the the drawing of a Tesseract, it's basically, it's referred to as like, this is like the shadow that a ball throws on a wall from three dimensions to two dimensions. When you go from five dimensions to... Uh, to three dimensions, this tesseract shape is like what what represents the fifth dimensional shape. So it's like maybe maybe they're in another dimension and they're just like they have a little pencil and they're going whoop 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 with their pencil and, and that's what we're seeing, you know. And, and for some reason, it's reading on scopes as being a physical object. I mean, who who the hell knows? But like, but but, but you know, it, it just it just starts it starts making me go completely insane because all the theories that I, I chalked away as just like wild, wild eyed fables and, and fantasy. It sort of, it sort of makes you wonder like, is it all real now? Like what is going on? Like, are like, like did aliens basically found all the major religions? Have they, have, have non-humans been like affecting our, 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 you know, our evolution and our civilization and our religions ever since day one? Like, that's certainly been a theory that people have talked about and that I'm always fascinated with fantasizing about, but now that is on the table and like, that is just like, I, I'm just, I, I, you know, I, I'm just sit, sitting here like, like pacing around my room, like, 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 like throwing my fist in the air, like a madman. It's making me go in, <laughs> insane because, because it's just like, what a time to be alive. If, if we're going to find out in the next five years that aliens are real and they've been around since the dawn of humanity, that will be the biggest news Ever like that, that's bigger than the internet. That's that's bigger than like the, you know going to the moon. I mean, I mean that that's literally the biggest 
craziest thing that will ever happen to humans yeah, is like is finding that destroy religion and every everything just gets upturned. I, I don't think it would destroy. I think it would actually reinforce religions because I think all the religions would realize. Oh wait, like 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 Shiva and Vishnu, these gods, they're the foundation of my religion. They were actually aliens. Like like now it makes a lot more sense. It's like you know Jesus maybe was an alien. I I think all the world religions I don't know if that in, helps in a sense a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know if they're stoked <laughs> I, on that to be honest. I mean. I mean, I, I don't think they're stoked on it, but if it becomes a reality that they have to accept, I think that I, I don't I don't necessarily I don't think it necessitates their demise. I think it it, it could like make them even stronger or make people even more resolute. I mean, like, well, yeah, I, I, I think that's more it, it would make them more resolute because even now, if you take any like fundamentalist, let's say Christian, there's no there's no scientific evidence that changes their thinking. Or their belief, yeah. I should say. So aliens, they it would be dismissed. It would be this is a trick of the devil well, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly from from Grush and other people that that, that I, I've heard that a lot of the reason there's there's a lot of old like there are a lot of like super Christian conservative people in the military that have like the highest of access and apparently some of these people think that these aliens are demons. They think they're demonic. And they think it's like Satan, basically. Like, like they, they know about it. They know it exists, but they're like, we can't let the rest of the world know about this. It, it's like inviting Satan into everyone's world. So, like, you've got people that are that, that, that are part of these programs that, that have that have potentially been like denying the human race all this knowledge. That are basically doing it because they're afraid of the devil. Like, I mean, like I I, I don't discount that at all. In fact, that makes a hell of a lot of a lot of sense. Of why you know why if there's a religious fundamentalist they're not going to think like oh my religion's full of shit they're going to think like oh this, these are the evil the, the the evil demons that I read about in my book that I was warned about you know yeah um, I mean, they Which certainly they certainly problems. look like because then you I mean, have half as part of the world being like hey here's the thing we have to deal with and the other part part saying yeah true but they're demons is what we have to deal with and it's like all right fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, luckily, I think whatever they are, if, if if they are anything at all, they seem to be way more powerful and adept at manipulating reality and, and physics than we are. So I'm not too worried about it. Like, I'm not too worried about ignorant humans um, not being able to cope with it, which which is probably why we haven't been told in the first place is because of the fear of ignorant humans. But I, I have a funny feeling that they've that they've I think they've been around for quite a long time. And they just sort of like as soon as we discovered the power of the atom and the power of of, of nuclear physics physics well, um, quantum physics specifically even yeah but I think the well, power I, of the atom a lot of these things start happening when when we're like 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 Roswell for instance was where the atomic bombs were were lifted off to go to to Japan like 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 it's right right near. Um, uh, not White Sands. Uh, what's the what's the the um, where Oppenheimer knows. where the where the Manhattan Project happened? I, I can't remember the the name of the base, but but it's 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 all right there in New Mexico. It's it's you know a lot a lot of UFO sightings and these bigger bigger documented events have happened at nuclear power plants at, at nuclear ICBM launching sites. Um, there, there seems to be some connection between like nukes, nuclear energy, and the and the aliens like or the, the UFOs. So it's you know it's certainly speculated like that as soon as we learned how to trigger that hardest that force of nature they showed back up and are like oh shit all right well you know you guys figured this out huh I guess we got to start making contacts because now you can blow this this place up and, and we have to we yeah. have to like we might have or, to intercede or, we have to, or just know. this is interesting and I think this yeah. is where it gets really um, tough and some theories I just kind of 
reject straight away because we're applying human thought to the alien beings. Yeah. You know, like people will be like, well, why would they be interested in us if we're so low-level intelligence? Which already I think that theory is really bad anyway because we're interested in lower level intelligent life forms yeah. but it's also like a low self-esteem thing like like they wouldn't like they, if they're so yeah. smart what are they like us but we suck that's like trying to say <laughs> like oh yeah they, bunch of simps they yeah, act just like us they think just the way we would you know yeah. and all that thinking is wrong and that's also what makes thinking about them hard because our theories could all of our theories come from our understanding of physics, of reality, of time. And we might not be playing with that at all. Time might not be a thing at all for them. There may be no difference between 1950s and year one BC. And we're trying to apply our knowledge to them. And I think it's probably a mistake unless you go with the theory that they're us like in the future or something, you know, one of those theories that they are just humans or that we're their creation. But I think generally it's just a mistake to, to try to apply, you know, like, Oh, what would we do if we found, uh, you know, a lower level species on another planet? It's like, well, they're not us or they are, you know? So I think a lot of that is where it gets troublesome. And even these, uh, scientists thinking about how does the ship move bro that's what how would you how would a caveman explain an airplane Mm -hmm. probably they would explain the most bullshit thing you've ever heard that doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense they'd be like it wishes Mm -hmm. and dreams is is what it (laughs) you'd be like no bro this is not it at all the the example i i've i've been hearing is like is like if if you gave a caveman an iphone they could turn it on and make it light up and they'd be like, whoa, look, like it's like a thing that lights up. It's like a flashlight or whatever. Or maybe you could press the flashlight button and get it to light up and be like, OK, this is just like a complex flashlight and not know like, oh, wait, no, it's actually the key to all of human knowledge. And it connects everybody and it, it does all these magical things like if you just, you know, so so who's to say that if we you know, like possess their technology or witness it. It's like, we might just be seeing the flashlight function on a much more complex device. And, and yeah, and just, you know, it, 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 we should take, it's time to be humble, I think as humans and Mm -hmm. think like, you know, if this shit is real, we have no clue what any, any, any of the rules of the game, like we don't know where they're, where they're from, what their intentions are. Well, in terms of intentions though, I did like when uh, David Nolan, right? The scientist, Gary Nolan. Gary Nolan said um, said that like he can tell that the intention is neutral. He like based on all <laughs> all the information he's gathered. I feel like actually in terms of like the shade of experience, like of, of intention, um, based on his inter- interactions, I feel like it might be the easiest thing to say. Like, what intentions are, nobody knows. But by the way they're interacting so far, and he's talking about some and giving examples of how there's a touch of humor and how these forms are interacting with people, with humans, he's saying that there's some neutrality uh, more than like malevolent. But, but, but at the same time, they could destroy us probably. I think that's even applying human behavior to them. Right, because let's say time doesn't exist for these beings, 
than to say like, oh, right now and through history, they've been neutral. But in our time, 50 years from now, they wipe us out. Well, to them, that's all the same I like that joke. instance of time. So I don't know if I even, I think that's Look. a very, that's probably our, the best explanation from our point of view, applying it to them. But I, I don't agree. know if that's true. I, I agree, but uh, because I don't have any other point of reference except being human. Well, right. I do, actually. I do have another point of view, right? And that's a human who would say taking a bunch of DMT or psilocybin. I feel like that intelligence that uh, I reach in that state, like with a lot of psilocybin or DMT, it's not entirely human. Again, do I know if it's related at all to the forms we're talking about? Probably not. But it... It, it, let's just put it this way. Those psychedelic experiences gave me enough of reference to understand that everything else that I think sober is specifically human point of view and there are other point of, points of view that could be had. So while I can't be in the alien shoes, I understand that there are other perspectives. And they become like becomes even comical when like I look at my daughter and I'm like, she's acting like a human like i can see the human behavior in her because i also feel like i've experienced the non-human uh point of view before all i'm saying is that if they're fucking real and if they're getting to us somehow communicating with us the path man is through high hallucinogenic drugs yeah. uh specifically You'll talk DMT. to somebody and mushrooms. I, I, I mean, I, I must concur. I mean, you know, this is what I'm saying. That, like all the things are starting to come together. Like if you if, if this if the UFOs are real, then then you can just start adding and building upon that. And one of the things the, I've never seen a, a UFO. I've never had a paranormal experience with like ghosts or whatever, like some kind of other spirit world or 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 never seen the lights in the sky that seem like aliens or anything like that. But what what I have seen, which feels very, very real, is is in the DMT hallucinatory trip space, uh, a distinctive sense of interacting with another intelligence that's outside my neutral, brain now. Neutral but, yeah. intelligence. Yeah, and, and 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 it's. I mean, we could. We probably have we have we done an episode about that. I, I feel like I already went on this rant on this show about DMT at some point or another. But like you know, we like did see, the see, DMT yeah. episode. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We did see, like psychedelics see, in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah go DMT go go, go check out that uh, that other episode. But like, but but you know, and they're when, back. When, when, when you start <laughs> when you start thinking about about like oh the when you propose the theory of like maybe they're transdimensional beings that lights up in my head because I'm like oh yeah well. I feel like I've communicated with some sort of alien intelligence every time I've been on DMT in a vivid, memorable way. Not not just like, man, I feel like I saw some some weird shit. It, it's like, no, no, I mind melted with another being that was feeding me information, showing me complex yeah. geometric patterns, and, and and I don't know what the fuck was happening, but like, but 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 it was as real as us talking on the Zoom right now, if not if not more real. And hey, in don't a, reveal all the secrets that we are on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, but so um, so yeah so I th 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 that's why this it's just a very exciting time because it's like man what the hell like like s some of the more outlandish things that I'm interested in might actually be true and might actually be connected and intertwined in some. In some I think they're around way. us if they exist because anytime you take a bunch of mushrooms at least me I'm like here they are man they've always been around me and they're like here they are welcome back even mushrooms like to me I don't even have to do DMT I know Jay's like. 
the DMT guy, I'm like, I'm just going my own rant. But if I take a bunch of mushrooms to have it in the wild, but if I do, they're like, welcome back. You forgot. We were around every time you cried, every time you loved, every time you smiled and whatever, went to sleep. We were around you. You forgot us. We're neutral. We're kind of funny. We're kind of playful. But we're just kind of those things that are around us. And I'm like, dude, there's fucking intelligence around me that is not human. It is willing to interact with you when you're in a certain state. And now that I'm getting deep into some vipassana meditation, I'm talk- I have a meditation coach who says that after an hour of like meditating hardcore, he feels like he's on, you know, like he has experiences that he also has had on like five gram of, uh, you know, uh, psilocybin or mushrooms of, uh, of psilocybin nature. So, I mean, I just feel like those might be the channels that might be connecting us to the same forms. So that's the only, because again, I haven't seen, I only really wanted to see a UFO when I was little. I was looking for it. I was open to it. I was inviting it to my life, but I saw shit, nothing. So that's, that's, if there is, if there's like for me to believe that, like it's hard for me to believe that there are aliens coming to visit us from another dimension, like from another planet or another solar system, another system. But it's not hard for me <clears throat> to believe that they're just around us, dude, and we just don't have the eyeballs to see them or to feel them unless there's some change in our consciousness and we strip off the humanity that we carry with us, the skin that we carry day to day, and then we go back to the source that we're all one and we're able to kind of plug into that same fucking reality that we're maybe even all part of, even with them, who knows, in some non-human way, in the source within me kind of way. And who even says they're the same, right? Like maybe the alien in that ship, this flying saucers, take DMT and see those things. (laughs) Like we we don't really know. Like to say they're all the same even. We don't. This is crazy. But I think this is this is and I wanna see your opinion, Jay, on why people don't seem to be talking about this all the time or freaking out. And I think it for me it boils down to exactly this conversation we're having. We're all interested in this or, you know, Sasha, I think you seem you at least interested on the psilocybin level and stuff. And and I'm very interested in this stuff uh, as well. Jay, obviously you are. So we can have these conversations. We think about these like deeper ways. I think most people it's like these are green men and ships that come from a planet a long time away. And I there's no space to think about these other theories and you know what if i don't see man and ship and i don't have a picture of the the planet they come from i don't really know i don't think this is anything but fake news yeah it's it's like what is it if it's not this physical thing it's like saying there's a new continent you're never gonna see it and never go there then you just go, okay, I don't give a shit about the new continent. But why do you think people haven't really been talking about this, Jay? I, I think the main issue is that it's a little, it's a, it's a personal theory, a unified field theory that I'm carrying with me about today's day and age is that, there, that we don't have a consensus reality anymore. And I think, I think if the government came out or like Can high... Can explain unified field theory briefly? Well, well, well I'm, it's, it's just, it, that's more of a joke of just, I'm using this, this, this concept of no consensus reality to explain a lot of things in, 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 in 
you know, in culture and in life right now, or, yeah. or, 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 you know, not to justify anything, but, but to just more understand why people are, are out of their fucking minds right now, and, and why people, when they hear the most earth-shattering, paradigm-shifting news, uh, you know, in the New York Times, they don't they don't react to it. It's because there's no agreed upon reality anymore, and and I'm not sure it was better when there was a, an agreed upon reality, but there used to be like a you know it's it's just that old time that us old fogies talk about where there are just you know a few newspapers and a few a few TV channels and that th- it was you know a time maybe you could say like let's say 25 30 years ago was was when it started to erode, um, it, you know in my mind where where like you know you could no longer trust the news sources uh, to be giving you the truth there's no agreed upon reality the, the news the, the news may have been lying to you but at least there was a consensus reality that that, that, that the greater world accepted as being real and then there were the the fringe freaks and and, and and weirdos who believed in like other strange strange theories of reality but but there was a 98% of of society was like, like you know agreed upon what was going on and now with like Trump and fake news and 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 just you know like the, the internet and the, and you know artificial deep, intelligence artificial intelligence deep fakes like like we, we no like you when you say something is real like you could say like hey man like like you know Germany just attacked this country you'd be like I don't even know if that's real like I, I, nothing's real like you know like so I got I got someone on the news talking about QAnon and shit and I got you know like like, like this other guy telling telling me the aliens are real it just feels like like the the entire world has devolved into an information chaos so that there is no agreed upon reality anymore and so then when you it doesn't matter what you say you you, you could say there's a there's a fire demon that lives on the mountain that rules all over all of us uh, like like people if the news said that most people would be like yeah i guess so whatever i mean like everything's fucking a lie anyway like you know like there's the, mm-hmm. like like nothing nothing is nothing is real like we're, we're just we're in this like liminal vr space where like everything is a everything is a video game or, or is, is potentially as real as a video game so <clears throat> that, that, that's my theory and you know it, I think it's also because there hasn't been like uh, some really heavy duty proof that has been like like they haven't they haven't opened up a hangar and been like here it is here's one of the ships yeah. we have like 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 once they do that I think I think it'll be a lot more shocking and people will take it a lot more serious but what you're seeing right now is you're seeing you're seeing smart, sober people. That's that. I can't stress that enough. Like not not like as far as being intoxicated, sober, but sober-minded people, boring people, boring people who don't talk about aliens are numbers suddenly people. talking. Yeah, yeah, numbers people, people who are like, I want to see data. Like I'm a scientist. I'm a man of science. I'm a pers- person of, of of academia. Like you've got these boring ass people that, that like basically saying like, yeah, we think aliens are real. We think UFOs are real. We got to start looking into this. Like I mean that. That's the canary in the coal mine that that shit is actually happening. Um, Yeah, so I have a question as a person who grew up in a totalitarian ish um, country. Well, in the 90s, you know, Russia wasn't really totalitarian, it was just messy. It was like totalitarian light. (laughs) You know, it was just kind of a pre totalitarian. It was pre totalitarian. (laughs) I agree. Diet totalitarian. Exactly. Totalitarian. So um, I. I have a question that's just like very naive question about now not talking about the topic that's sort of interesting to me of interest to me but specifically the topic that I do feel skeptical skeptical about skeptic skeptical uh, the whole David Grush thing like just people coming out so 
why would they be even fucking allowed to talk about it at all? If the government wants to keep this down, why wouldn't, like, how can the government not shut them up and be like, you can't talk about it in any shape or form because you're going to stir some shit. Like, I well, don't understand why they're talking a little bit about it. Like, I understand different kinds of clearances, but if the stakes are so high, the government can shut down anybody. The government can go do whatever they want, right? Well, any well, government? Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the, the answer to that. And Grush has a very distinctive answer to your question as well. But but basically, there are apparently the government isn't one unified force that's moving in one direction at all times. It, it's compartmentalized into different wings and departments. There's different parts of the military. There's different intelligence agencies. There's the CIA. There's the DIA. There's the NSA. They, and these are all, they're all working for one government, but they're all these individual factions with have, which have different motivations. And, and the, the, so, so there are factions within the government that want to reveal what's going on. And then there's other factions within that same government in other branches at other different levels of power that want to keep it top secret. And even people and, within those factions that disagree, yeah, the, surely. It, it, exactly. They're, 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 so the, so the, the lid has been kept on this thing for, for a long time for that very reason. Grush, so what, what he says that he did, he, he went, there's a thing called DOPSER, which is like, if you're in the military or if you're a Bless. CIA agent, you, 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 you uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's called DOPSER, D-O-P-S-E-R, I believe. And so he basically... A delicious well, dish. Uh, yeah, don't yeah. get it too spicy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DOPSER well, like, to you. I like it. I like it spicy myself. Uh, a little extra spice on the side um, for me to dip it into. Um, but but yeah, so so basically, if you're in the military, or you're in the CIA, and you want to write a book or you want to talk about something publicly, you take that information and you submit it to this thing called DOPSER. And, and it's basically you say, I want to say this, this, and this. Can I say it? And then they review it and they return it to you and say, you can't say that. Or you can say only half of this. Or they, they, they basically edit what you can say because you're basically saying, I have classified information in my head. What am I allowed to, to say? And, and then they re, they give it back to you. So he said that what he submitted a, a whole bunch of stuff to Dopser, like basically everything that he knew. And he said some of the most of the stuff they said, you can't say that. You can't say that. That's classified. That's too top secret, blah, blah, blah. But then th there were certain things, which are the things he's now currently allowed to say without getting in trouble that they had to approve of because he said that if they if they didn't if they didn't approve of certain certain elements, they would have to then he could he could basically um uh, 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 file file a, uh, a lawsuit against to basically fight fight that that censorship, and they would have basically if they censored certain things, they would have to admit and defend the fact that these things exist. <clears throat> and so it was he kind of caught them in the catch twenty two and a few things. There's like they 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 couldn't they couldn't censor it completely because then they would have to admit that it exists somewhere, and then they might have to litigate that fact, and then more you know, confidential or, or like compromising information about other people connected to it would get out. <clears throat> so he, he said that that's everything that he has that he can talk about was basically approved of through Dopser in the sort of catch 22 manner where like some the, the stuff that they, that they had to like let him say, otherwise they would have caught themselves in a, in a legal battle. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So, and, and there's also whistleblower laws where if you're in government and there are illegal things happening, you're protected by the government protects you and says you are allowed to come out and whistleblow, but you can't whistleblow and also reveal uh, like state secrets and things that 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 
you know, uh, endanger national security because then you'll be thrown in jail. So it's this thing of like, and, and what he's done is he went in front of Congress and said, I'm whistleblowing. I've got this information and, and, and I can't say it in this public hearing, but I can tell you more in, in a private hearing. I can tell you who else to talk to. I can tell you, call this guy, this guy, this guy, look into this file, look into this program. <clears throat> and he basically gave them. So he there is the public testimony that we've all heard. And then he, there was a, pri- a series of private uh, sessions that he went in with individual Congress members and w- where he told them more. And then now it's up to Congress to then reveal, you know, to then allow more information to come out and dig deeper. So he, you know, like it's possible that nothing happens and this gets buried um, and, and he's not a lot, like, like his whole whistleblowing has gone in vain. Um, it, it's, it's, it's yet to be known, but like, I, I think that the wheels have been put in motion enough and there's clearly people, there's people in the military in the Pentagon who allowed um, these videos to get released, right? Like, like, like top secret videos got released to the public and then they basically admitted that they're real. So, you know, like there's people internally that are, are helping this along. And then there's people that are trying to stop it. I, I will say the other, the other main factor, which is crazy to think about, but apparently a lot of this UFO stuff got shifted away from the government because there's the FOIA, there's the freedom of information act where, any citizen can request the files of any government uh, 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 program. And so they sometimes will get them censored, but like, but it's basically, it was created in the seventies so that the public could then find out all the shady stuff that the government is doing. And so because the freedom of information act exists, apparently a lot of the, the, this UFO stuff was pushed into private companies because like Lockheed Martin is the big one. Um, Lockheed Martin, I think, I want to say McDonnell Douglas, but basically the, the big aerospace companies all have different parts of, of this UFO uh, uh, program built into their private industries. And you can't you can't petition the government to reveal information from a private company. So it's this weird thing of like the government apparently funnel all this stuff into a corporation in order to, to protect its secrecy. Um, so, so that, and that's another thing that Grush has been talking about. Like, hey, you gotta, you have to subpoena these companies. These companies have shit that, like, that, that they shouldn't have. They, they have stuff that only the government should have. Um, is is part of his crusade. Yeah, and there's yeah <laughs> security issues with that too. Yeah, and it, I think it speaks to both the beauty of this country and you know how it can be abused. I think a lot of people, I, I fucking hate the people who are like, this is the worst country in the world. Like know, sh- so annoying. shut the go to hell Canada. Up. Go to Canada. Nah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> go. Like actually go. Don't talk about it. Just go. Yeah. Just go, and you'll yeah. see that it's actually mm-hmm. worse. But um, yeah, I hate that, and that's not to say that there aren't things to criticize. But this information does not come out in North Korea. It does not come out in. Uh, I don't want to disparage any other countries, but North Korea is safe to disparage. But. This is something that could happen in America, that you could get this information, that someone could speak out, that, yeah, you would have to be afraid of some sort of retaliation. I think that's uh, fair. Uh, But this is something that America allows by nature of the principles and what has been set up in this country that you would not see in other no, countries. that's why I'm so confused still as to how do these people even fucking talking without being shot in the street for talking. Well, that's, it's the power of America. I am. Well, I'm I mean, it, 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 if you believe <laughs> in a lot, like the thing is, is that there's all this, there's like 80 years of UFO lore. I'll call it like, like, like the the history of UFOs in America, and 
if you're to believe at least some of that, there have been a lot of people who've been killed. You've tried to reveal stuff like like there there are people that have been silenced, killed, wiped out. Like people who have mysterious heart attacks. Like be, like you know on on their way to meetings to reveal information. I mean this kind of like you know who it could be natural causes. Who knows? Like like the, you're inundated with this mountain of conspiracy theory of which like maybe a fraction of it is actually real. But like but if this is real, there probably has been a lot of people who have had their lives ruined. I mean there there here's here's the other thing is that is that it's important to remember that there's the biggest psyop of of the history of america the history of the world has been committed right a psyop being a psychological operation which is like an intelligence <clears throat> intelligence um term to describe like basically a mind fuck like, like you're gonna you're gonna bend reality to your will uh uh you know uh, is what a psyop is essentially um <clears throat> you're gonna manipulate reality and distort it into something else uh t- towards a certain end and so so for sure the biggest psyop ever has happened it, so either if aliens don't exist Right. If it's all bullshit and it always has been, then right now the biggest psyop ever is happening where they're basically creating this fake story about how aliens are real and we have UFOs. So either that's so happening. That would be to distract us, right, from the actual problems that are happening yes. in like yes. the Middle East or anywhere else. Unify yeah. so, us so, or distract us, whatever. So, so that, that, and I'm not, and I'm saying I think the UFO being real thing is is a high probability at this point, but but that psyop probability is still there. It's not off the table. Like, but it's a huge conspiracy psychological operation to to basically say that right now the government's telling everybody that that there's aliens in order to hide something else. That sounds outlandish in and of itself. But all psyops do sound outlandish. So either that's happened or. Aliens are real, and the biggest psyop that ever happened has been happening for the last eighty years, where they've been covering it up, and they've been basically and discreditation and all that yeah, other stuff. They, they've been discrediting people, like like making people sound foolish and outlandish, basically putting out all this counterintelligence to squash the idea that aliens are real. So it's like it's like no matter what's happening, the gi- this gigantic psyop is happening. It's either happening, it's either been happening for eighty years, or it's happening big time right now. So that that, that although that's one. Just seems worse than the other like i think them saying aliens are real and that not being true is way worse than them being you know in the 30s catching some aliens and being like you know we need to figure this shit out before we uh i get (laughs) tell anybody yeah yeah but well well well, 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 one of the things it brings makes me think like one of the things that that i love about grush what he says is is he, he He's he he, he basically said, well because like because well, I I can I, I got a crush on Grush, um, I I can, I'm, I'm, I'm I can sometimes I gush on Grush, um, so he so you know one of the things he says is that because all these programs studying this phenomena in the government are super top secret and compartmentalized. Like you might only have like a radio scientist studying one element of it. And then a materials physicist starting another. He's like, that's one huge problem is like science. The way science works is everybody talks to each other and you figure this shit out. You can't just all work in it with blinders on in a tunnel. So he said, that's what's happening. That's why things aren't progressing because it's not, 
the scientific method isn't being applied. And then on top of that, well, like you don't have the best minds working on it because uh, the, the, the best minds are, are graduating MIT and, and the government comes up and says, hey, do you want to work on something? You'll never be able to publish it. You, you'll have to work in secrecy. We can't even tell you what it is. We might kill but, you. <laughs> yeah, we, we might kill you if you tell anybody about like, like it's, it's this it's, it's this thing that like basically you have to work in obscurity and, and on something that, that we won't even admit exists. Versus or like Elon can, Musk or something goes in like. Yeah. Make or you rocket. can, yeah. Or you, or you can do your own private research, or you can work for a company, and you can get a Nobel Prize. Like these people, he's basically saying, like, because it's so shrouded in secrecy um, and, and 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 classified, you you aren't getting the best scientists. You're getting mediocre scientists. You're getting scientists who'd be like, well, I guess I should. All I got, all I got going for me is just like roll the dice on this government thing, you know. So you have, you don't have like the guy that's, the, or, or, or the, or the, the girl. The, you don't have the person that's, that, that's like, that like you know, reinventing string theory or something, working on this shit. You've got like kind of like the fucking Harvard rejects doing it. So, so Grush's thing is like we got to get the best people working on this, and that. That's the other thing I can kind of commend. It's not about people aren't about like, hey, buy my book and watch the movie I made. Like, like they're not trying to get rich. They're basically saying like, I'm just doing this in order to get people like activated to get the information out there. Really, for science, like the like the motivation of all these people is like we have to study this. It's not it's not like we got to get out there and and like make a buck. It's like no no we're not making a buck. We gotta we, like we have to revolutionize the world and 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 this and. And, and and make breakthroughs in science. Like like if there's not a more noble uh, uh, pursuit, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it has well, merit. Gary, yeah. yeah, and Gary Nolan is convinced, right, in his interview at least uh, on YouTube that he, <clears throat> shit is about to come out. He's like, I'm very sure shit is about to come out, um, and that's kind of like why he's not afraid to be even discredited now, which he's probably being discredited by some people as a scientist. He's like, well. Sooner than later, everybody's going to know about a big thing that the government will release. That's like his take on yeah, it. Yeah, Gary Nolan's thing, like like he's he's like about to win a Nobel Prize in his like in, was immunology that he, that he that, that he works in. Like the guys, the guys like the, like a genius, top of his field in his science, like super well respected. And his whole thing is like, I don't care if people think I'm nuts. He, he's like, this is the biggest thing that ever happened to science. Like, like you think I'm not going to get involved with this? Like, 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 the, like, like he, he's basically taking the thing of like, maybe it takes 10 years, but eventually you're going to realize I'm right. And, and we're going to be like rewriting the, 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 you know, the science books and, and he wants and to be involved in that. And you know? then he starts talking about his personal experiences with UFOs and you're like, it's not very impressive. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the only bummer. We're talking about this interview that Gary Nolan did with uh, this guy, Ross Colthart or whatever. I think he's an Australian, Australian <laughs> journalist. Yeah, delicious, not Never too gets spicy, old. that dish. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, but but so, like, I recommend anybody who's interested in this to go see, type in Gary Nolan and Ross Couthart, C-O-U-T-H-H-A-R-T, something like that. Um, but it's it's a nice, it's like an hour and a half long interview. But like w- the, the part that I was bummed out the most about is when he's asked about his own personal experiences mm. with UFOs. And he has, he has two. And, but I, I will, I will commend <laughs> They're him. They're so I, sad. They're yeah, so uh, well, sad. I will commend him that he basically says like, yeah, well, it could have been hallucination. Like he, he doesn't say he was visited by aliens. He's like, I saw this thing and who knows, like, like he could explain it some other way. He's not basically saying that. He says there were little men in my room every night. I'm like, can you expand? Can you paint a picture? Can you do more? 
they just keep saying little man in my bedroom. I'm like, can somebody ask him a little bit more about it? What who the little man in his bedroom? Do I call the police? What's happening? Yeah, but <laughs> but <laughs> in in this in the same breath, he does say like, I, I don't. There's no proof for this. He's, he's like, you have to have data. He's like, I just have this memory yeah. of an experience, and he's willing to say it. It could be just that a memory, like, like yeah. the, 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 a dream even. That, that, that's why, like, most of the words that come out of his mouth, yeah, exactly. He's like, it could be in a dream that I just remember as being reality. Who knows? Um, you know, like, like he's all about just the data. He's like, I just need data. I need things to analyze. And he's I'm like, because like, nothing matters except for the data to a scientist. Like, 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 you know, like the 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 stories that people tell about what happened to them in the woods doesn't fucking matter. It's like, it's like anybody could be lying. Anybody could be deceived. Anybody could be hallucinating. No, yeah, just anecdotal episode. anecdotal stories. Yeah. Nobody cares. Like I, when I was, yeah. and I believe that as a kid, you don't fucking know what happened because. When, when I was little, oh, the cat is here in the room. Uh, when I was little, uh, <laughs> she's so fucking loud. Um, the I had like an obsession. I wanted to be a wizard. So like I really wanted to be a wizard. And I wanted to like treat, like do like healing with my hands and like do like manipulation of the physical reality with my hands. And so one time I was with my cousins, which is very rare. I like saw my cousins only three times in my life. But it was with my cousins in western no eastern siberia and i was like with my hands manipulating this white flowers so not touching them with pink veins sounds like a dick i know no it was white flower (laughs) with pink vein and like not touching them and then i was like imagining that i was like sucking out like with my hands like pulling out this like pink color out of the flowers and in front of me in my vision right in my memory the flowers went pale so like I did magic and, and like my cousin saw it too. So I'm just talking about how nonsense it is and I don't believe it. But in my memory, that was the most magical thing I've ever done is that like I changed the color of these flowers by like nature of my will or something, some magic that I had in my hands. So I'm just saying if the guy had little man in his bedroom and he doesn't remember what happened, I'm just hoping he was safe. And then like he might have tripped out, you know, as a little kid, like you just imagine things and you don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, he attributes like, like uh, he says the story, the anecdotal story. And, and then he says, maybe this is just why I'm like a scientist because I just want to find out what's going on. Like he, he's like, he's like, he, he, he says that it doesn't, it obviously makes him a little more, it makes him like open-minded about the topic, you know, which is interesting, but, but, but really like, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just that it's just like a point of inspiration. And yeah. Not, he's not really not, leaning into it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not leaning into it like like, like like yeah they visited me and I'm on a mission to reveal UFOs no. he's kind of like he's kind of like this wasn't my thing like I'm just I'm just like vaguely like like, like I don't even know any of this shit and then it comes it drops in my lap and I'm like I, I can't it's ignore his the origin science. story that's all it's his yeah. origin story and it's probably yeah. all made up like in unintentionally made up yeah there, there are but. several interviews with Gary Nolan out there like that, that are like I love the really dry academic ones the more like boring and academic a guy like that can be who, who I just I'm just on board I just I want to buy every minute of it like like because they they're not filling their they're not like acting like a huckster and a P.T. Barnum and filling them like like with salacious 
you know, stories and words and, 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 you know, trying, trying to kind of like, there's another guy out there named Jeremy Corbel. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I cannot stand the guy because he is a huckster. He's basically trying to like make money. And I think he has good intentions. He's not all bad, but he comes off as a wild eyed lunatic, you know, and it doesn't do this UFO field any, any justice by having this guy as one of the figureheads. Oh, like a Um, weird beard guy. Yeah, he's a eyes. weird he's a weird yeah. beard guy with wild eyes. I mean, mm-hmm. for all for all I know, he's a hundred percent like legit, but he just he comes off as as a, as a charlatan, and like yeah, and, we, yeah, and like yeah. G- Gary Nolan comes off as the opposite of a charlatan. Gary Nolan comes off as like as as, as like you know you know an analog to Einstein or something. Like I'm it's just, just his description I'm on online. Jeremy Corbell just sounds like he's he's here for the clout, y'all. He's not. He's here, here for the, the real thing. He, he's trying to make money. He, like the the documentaries he makes are, stuff, are, yeah. are, are are like are, are just like they're they're not journalism. Too, he's he's very he's terrible. Too, he's off. Too multi hyphenate too. Whenever like yeah. I, I I'm all about people having different talents. But if you get too multi hyphenate, I'm like no, stop it, stop yeah, you, it. Yeah, you, get, you you can do two jobs. You can be like I'm a writer producer. I'm a I'm a sometimes maybe a third yeah. that you like voiceover act. I don't know, but you don't get yeah. to me. You're artist and musician and photographer. Yeah, like, especially so many like about on your alien website. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I'm like, where's the thing <laughs> that I'm here looking you up for in the first place? Yeah, it's that tough because you can see how someone might have to take that road while doing this work, and there's a lot of like crossover between. Okay, I'm interested in this stuff. I'm not going to make a normal living. I need to also do a bit of this like wilder stuff. But he does have a good interview on Rogan as well with a guy George mm. Knapp. But they do they both of them definitely seem more like compared to a Grush interview, they're more on the Hey, let's talk about the crazy ideas. Um but I will say like at least us. in that interview, they're both guys are pretty careful about being like I'm not saying this is what it is based on evidence, but here's a thought about it and they'll might go into some weird stuff. Um, but I don't know the rest of their work that might be a little crazier. Um, but you know, I couldn't but, blame them. Right. Cause they don't have a career like this other Nolan guy. Like <laughs> they, yeah. they can't fall back on getting hired no. to do a study somewhere. Can only fall so back it's like, on their IG followers. That's all. Yeah. So yeah. you have to be like, okay, let me write a book about how, uh, aliens are our souls. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I mean, George Knapp, he's kind of a legend of the UFO lore and, and world, you know, like as a researcher and a journalist. I, I He is, to me, more of a legitimate journalist, but he's just teamed up with this Cor- Jeremy Corbell guy who's like this sensationalist, like pseudo journalist, like yellow journalist kind of like he's he's kind of teamed up with like like some bad sauce. But, you know, I'm not here to 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 just rip on them. I mean, they do what they do and they serve their purpose. But I'm interested in in the stuff that you can stand behind. I'm interested in Grush and Gary Nolan, people that I can like take and show to my, you know, to 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 my superiors and be like, look, here's some legit people talking about this, you know, like like that's why it's so exciting, I think. And it feels like so palpable and like 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 it's all about to fall into our into our arms and, you know, just be gift wrapped to us because you've got these people that are just that are just like legit people. It's it's hard to call them anything other than just like serious, sober, legit people that 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 they seem to have been told a lot more than they seem to know a lot more than what we know as the public. And they seem to be pretty convinced that like it's just a matter of time before before this gets fully revealed. I, I mean, what an exciting time that we're in, guys! Like, 
Like, can you imagine that? Like, like in our lifetime, we find out that that UFOs exist, that the government has spacecraft. They've been reverse engineering. That like some of them have, were, you know, one of them was unearthed from an archaeological dig. Another one crashed in the desert or was deposited in the desert. You know, like like maybe we have contact with other life forms like directly. I mean, that is fucking wild. Like like how cool is that? How like I I, I like I thought I already thought we were spoiled by growing up in the internet age and seeing like pre-internet and post-internet being on like the on the on the on the crest of the wave. But now if we get to get revealed aliens, it's like we're we're for sure living in the coolest time period of, of yeah. Of and who history. knows what technological advancements come from that that would drastically change our lives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, where does it take it's, us? It's so it's so exciting. You think you know you see a movie like Interstellar and you know just like just the concept of arrival. You know, yeah, arrival. Just like war- annihilation. I, I I mean like the not, the, the front not such the a front great one <laughs> for annihilation for, the, for like <laughs> our outcome. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of got a bummer uh, a bummer uh, uh, coda to it. But um, but but yeah, like like it, it's just cool that you know like the the frontiers of astrophysics and. And, and quantum theory and in interdimensional theory it's 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 it, you know it's almost inherently got like an alien ufo vibe to it because it's like if a exists then it's just a, it's just a hop skip and a jump to b c and d right i mean you know like like there's it's hard to find anybody in the world that will that will argue that there's no other life in the universe it's an it's a supposedly infinitely large universe there's definitely life out there like all over the place. It's just, it's just, you know, this, we can't get through this idea of like, you can't travel that far. So it's like, we'll never, I think we're locked up in this idea. When I hear like people like Neil deGrasse Tyson criticize this subject, he's always like, Oh, it's impossible. They wouldn't be able to travel hundred million light years. Cause like what, what organism could, could do that. And it's like, I don't know, man, maybe they're like self-replicating von Neumann robots that like, like this guy von Neumann theorized that if aliens were to, if aliens were to 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 you know like like you know tr- try and not colonize but try and explore you know the universe they would just create self-replicating like 3d self-printing robots that would just shoot off into the into the universe in all directions so who's to say that these ufos we're encountering aren't von neumann robots or or aren't or or, or are just like they don't have the capability of traveling through wormholes or maybe they're just yeah, yeah. he's a I mean, complete there's... idiot when it comes to this topic like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, you gotta go with Michio Kaku. Michio Kaku, you gotta go when when you get into this. Like somebody who's very s- huge credits, but like more like fucking possible that kind of guy. He, he he's one of the like Michio Kaku is always like like to entertain like wacky ideas, you know. Like, but he's a legit a legit scientist, and and you know he is like an you know like the guy that they hired to to, sh- to do be on camera a lot but like he he's ever since these these videos came out with the navy he's one of the first guys that turned and was like shit like what are we seeing here he's like he's like this is impossible what we're seeing and if this is real then this is the most important thing the important discovery in the history of mankind is like if if this is real like if a then 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 sky's yeah. the limit you know which which is why i think it's just so fun it's like it's like yeah it might be this gigantic psyop but like man to what end and 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 why are they why are they like falsifying these like navy videos and getting these pilots to like lie i mean it just starts this you start to sound like the, the most crazy conspiracy theorist when you when when you just when you start to when you start to theorize that this is all a story all a made up 
um, tale. I mean, it, it, it starts to seem tale, crazier. Yeah. We're going to go to the ratings now. We're going to explain yes. how the ratings work. And I have a suggestion for today's special ratings since it's mm. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I was going <laughs> to... I forgot. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> shit. Um, well, it doesn't matter anymore, right? Christmas or not. We're, like, surrounded by fucking aliens. But I was thinking, Joe, that today we could do, like, the believability. Like, the, the like how likely is this thing compared to something else? Okay. So do you want to explain the rating system in this particular life? Yeah, I'll try to add that onto sure it yeah. we're gonna rate if aliens are real on a scale of zero to ten using something else as the basis of our scale of believability uh so i'm gonna use cryptids which are creatures like bigfoot loch ness monster the wendigo all those odd creatures maybe even uh vampires fit in that i think those are maybe considered cryptids i'm not sure but um, that stuff seems pretty believable, but they're gone, I think. I think they're dead. So what I'm going to... Cold? Yes, they just... The aliens COVID. killed them, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got COVID. Uh, so I think there's got to be some, uh, some reality to that. So I'm going to give the cryptids 8 out of 10. As wow. Far as aliens, <laughs> yeah, but it, that's a matter of uh, they were real. I don't think they're right. really around uh, anymore. At least all of them. Now, as far as the aliens, um, that gets tough just because that is a broad word, right? Like, are there multiple types of aliens? What are we? What aliens are we talking about, or whatnot? But if we're really talking about the broadest idea of them. It's a 10 out of 10. Non-human form. Yeah, yeah, non-human intelligence. And even I would open that up to saying, uh, like, beyond human. Like, these the theories that they are human, but they're humans from millennia. But, you know, they'd Mm. be so far from what we know as human. But I think it's a 10 out of 10. This has to exist. It's just a matter of, like, what it is or what they might be that's where it gets we could talk for hours and not come to any sort of conclusion it's impossible but i think there's something out there Fuck yeah i'm gonna go a little in a weird direction like the psilocybin slash dmt aliens like those entities that i've had communication with multiple times how real they are versus which may be the same thing but the aliens that have driven these supposed aircrafts that Grush is talking about. So, I mean, having lived through that shit, I'd say 9 out of 10 is that the DMT aliens are real. Like, they're real. Like, they're around me. I'm just going to give one point off, just in case everything is just a dream and I've dreamed it all up. Like, but I really feel like they're real. They they're, were real to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, in case this is all in my head, everything that's happening. But, um, yeah, no, they're like nine, nine point fucking five. Like, they're real. Wow. Um, yeah, like the, the DMT, like the, the mushroom, just the mushroom people that I call them. Like, the mushroom people, they're like, they're there. I know they're here looking at me. I just don't have a channel with them right now because I'm in 
crusted in my humanity. Yeah, right you're now. so human right now. I'm too human right now. I have a fucking baby inside me. There's another one running around. I'm not gonna, you know, like it's I can't. Like, um, but uh, the whole grush thing, and then you know what's out there, like sitting, waiting. That's like alien form. I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see it. I gotta hear more about it. I gotta see how it's, how it's um, looking. Like, wh- what is it to me? Like, I don't. I, I am lost in the lack of unified theory of reality. I'm lost. I'm a victim to it. So I'll give it six point five. The the likelihood of what Grush is talking being real. Psyop. More importantly, interesting. interesting. Yeah. What was not? What was nine point five? That the DMT aliens are real. Yeah, and they might be the okay. same thing. So I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, so rounded out to a seven. I like that. Well, <laughs> I, you know, here's how I, I, li- I like that. I, I, this is my favorite ratings uh, session we've done on the hundred wow. times I've been on this show. So that I think <laughs> this is really successful. I think finally your your metric is making sense to me. And um, you sorry, know, sorry, you have cats I, in the background. The brother and sister might be having sex. The cat, the cats. It's okay. It's okay in the feline world. It's it's encouraged. Uh, so, um, the the you know what you know, Sasha. I I find it interesting because because I think it's because you've you've seen firsthand what the DMT mushroom yeah, world is. Yeah, I need is. to touch it. I need so, to talk to it. So it, it it does make sense that that should feel more real because you've you've had it in the palm of your hand. Whereas the alien stuff is still detached, and I can't help but feel similar. It's like. It's like growing up, I thought it was maybe 70, 30 that aliens, like 30% chance aliens are real at, at best. Most likely not real. Just fun, fun, excur- fun diversion. Now I feel like it's, it's shifted into, you know, kind of closer to 80, 20 in favor of aliens being real. Um, but, but, that, but, but to, to convert my, my thoughts to your, your current rating system, I have a hard time like buying the simulation theory and I don't know enough about it, but you always hear a lot about it. It's a, it's a hot take these days. Like, Oh, we're all in a simulation. I don't know. It's, it feels, I've heard people say that we're almost, it's like a 1 billion chance that we're not in a simulation. Like, like like the, the the idea that this is the base reality, that everything is that, that in this reality, we create the simulation that becomes the simulation of the universe. Like supposedly the chance of that is infinitesimally small, um, which, which supposedly proves the fact that Dan Harmon said that (laughs) I've heard a lot of people say that I've heard Elon, Elon Musk say that, you know, uh, uh, you you know, it's, it's, it's just something that's, that is bandied about. And I, I have a hard time believing that we're in the simulation that just there's, maybe it's because I feel like this is all real. So, so I'm very skeptical of the simulation theory. And I'd say, I'd say maybe I give that like a 6.5 if that's real. generous. it's generous because people, everybody keeps on saying it, it's true, and I have to, I have to think those people Who are smarter. Are these people? And Who what are, are the implications? It? I hate that theory because, what that's like saying like this isn't Earth, it's Gleep Glorp, and you go, what's Gleep Glorp? Well, it's a planet with dirt and water. You're like, oh, so it's mm-hmm. fucking Earth, like. What the simulation yeah. is the reality. Like it's the si- well, it being a simulation only matters if you can leave the simulation. 
I guess oh, so. I yeah. I, I mean, I, like I mean, it. if you don't know you're a robot and you think you're alive, what's the difference of being alive and being a robot, right? Like you can say that, but like I, I, I don't know enough about it. But apparently, there are a lot. There are people who think there are clues in the fabric of the universe, whether it's in math or in just studying the cosmos. You know, the the, the fact that it's it's expanding and and there's all this dark energy, like these things that that don't quite make sense. Um, uh, and other things that have certain a certain pattern to them as if they were like as if you were able to the coding of the universe like the base code the base binary you know logarithm that's creating all this is is evident to certain to some people who study the world um, again I don't know enough about it there's a lot of smart people who claim that it's for sure real I, I you know a lot of People get things wrong all the time I, I I'm like no matter how many times I hear that it's real I can't push it more than a 6.5 on a 10 scale um now this alien ufo non-human intelligence thing i'm feeling like that's a nine like like, like compared to the 6.5 of simulation I, i'm saying it's a solid nine i want to go higher than nine but i want to i want to like i don't want to completely drink the kool-aid and 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 lose all my and lose all my my oh, rationality and tech. like lose my critical faculties. Like I want to, I want to still be a bit of a skeptic because once you lose you that skeptic, you wouldn't know, Joe. How much fucking conversations happening around in this house? Not all day, <laughs> like about aliens being real. You wouldn't know we're at a nine. You would think we're at a twenty-five. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah. I I hope that 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 is is in in defense of my intellect or something because it's like. I still am willing to accept the possibility that this is not real. It just seems like the evidence is mounting that it thing. is. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's the PSYOP thing. There's probably some other explanation, too. I don't know. Crazy shit happens. Like, wild things have happened in hi- human history. Massive deceptions have happened. It is possible. So it's not a 10. It's like a 10 is like... A 10 is like... I, I've seen the craft put my hand on it and Gleep Glorp like you know shot the, the the knowledge of the universe into my mind and I'm and I'm currently a I'm currently like draining color from flowers with my hands like that's a that's a ten that's a ten out of ten um, this currently is at a nine out of ten but I'm I can't wait for it to rise I can't wait for it to, I w- can't wait for it to get to a ten out of ten and just if we can if that can happen in our lifetime my God I, I just like like that that would make. That, that would just make my day. That would just make my life, right? Yeah. right? Like, Something to the edging of it is not great. Like, edging. you're just edging us on it. Just, <laughs> Too much yeah. edging. I'm, goon, I'm gooning. <laughs> gooning on aliens. You're gooning. We're all gooning, gooning on gooning. aliens. We're all gooning. But here's the thing. Like, if that shit happens, I'm more interested in, like, what is the human society going to do? Like, I, yeah. I, I'm here I'm, to I'm worried see, for that, to be honest. I am worried. So, in a way, I'm like, don't want that to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious, but I'm also very skeptical of how most of the people that I know can handle. How's the Blue Lives Matter guy down the block going to handle that? <laughs> I don't know. Shout out. Or the Blue Sky uh, Matters. Speaking of uh, Blue Project Blue Sky PSYOP events. We can get into that Ooh, one day. <laughs> one day. Shut up. I love it. So, but yeah, anyway, but we shall see, I guess, question mark. It's 2024 almost. Merry Christmas. Anything you want to promote, Jay? I heard you have a podcast. Yes, I have a podcast called Podween Satan. It's the greatest podcast in the world about the greatest bands in the world. That band is Ween. And come listen to the show. It's amazing. Uh, hit show. Smash hit. Smash hit, and, Joel. And then also oh. watch watch TV. 
so that I, I continue to have a job and people so stop stop watching YouTube, start watching network yeah. TV, please. Says Thank Jake has been watching way too much YouTube. Yeah, I've like, been watching a lot of YouTube as well. Like, so. like he's going to get all the answers on YouTube now, which is not it started with home improvement videos, but I feel like now he's jumping to YouTube to be like, How do I open a fucking spiked melon i'm like just cut it he's like watch three videos on how to cut it <laughs> gotta do it right no, no there's no new there's there we learn nothing um <laughs> joe what's going on with you besides you watching youtube not yeah i'm on youtube also go to my youtube you can find it at jokebeo.com yeah. uh yeah. by the time this episode's out i have a new video out there called how to be the life of the holiday party it's really yeah. funny even if you it's past the holidays so go check it out it's, we're in the middle of the holidays when it comes out. Yeah, so um, perfect. Yeah. And please follow us on uh, Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter, at ShutUpILoveIt1. Uh, give us like a five-star rating. But I'll say I'll take a four-star rating on Apple. Like, what the fuck do I care? Um, just go do something nice about your life. Uh, thank you, Jay Hunter, for coming back. I uh, can't wait to see you in a few minutes. Thank you, uh, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, cats, who did not seem to have too loud of an intercourse. And thank you, Elizabeth Salud, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening.